Welcome to Make Possible Bite Size, a weekly podcast brought to you by Permutive, championing change in publishing, advertising and beyond. Each episode, we chat to an inspiring guest about their careers, their lives and how they're making change possible. Let's bite right in. All right. Hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Phil Morrison. I am a sales director at Permutive. And I'm really pleased to welcome you to another edition of Make Possible Bite Size, a podcast series in which we ask people to share stories about how they are championing change and making a real difference in their own field or company. We ask three thought-provoking questions of our guests and hopefully impart some inspiring wisdom and all in under 10 minutes. Today, I'm delighted to be joined uh, by Maggie Milnemar, the Vice President of Sales Operations at the New York Times. Hi, Maggie. Hi there. Uh, so how about we start with a very quick introduction to yourself uh, and also your, your role at the New York Times. Sure, great. Um, thank you guys so much for having me. Um, I am currently the Vice President of Sales Operations at the Times. Um, that means I help to drive organizational enabling through highly scalable process improvement, um, tools and reporting, um, and leading a handful of strategic initiatives for advertising. Um, things like our audio go-to-market strategy um, and our go-to-market strategy for our live events business, as well as the relaunch of our training program, which we um, just launched a couple of months ago. Um, a really critical part of my role is also leading um, impact through cross-functional sister operational teams. Um, so part of my role is, is supporting that as well. Um, I've held several roles at the Times because I've, I've been at the company, I can't believe I'm saying this, almost eight years. Um, so I was most recently running about half of our New York sales team um, and, and our Detroit sales team. Uh, and then before that, I was managing director of the New York Times Magazine. Wow. Okay. So, I mean, I'm sure eight years has flown by really uh, in, in doing all of that. It really has. I realized I'm on my second presidential election, uh, which is always where things get really, really interesting. Um, so, so yeah, I'm super grateful for it. Oh, for sure. That's amazing. Alrighty then. So let's kick off with the first and sometimes most challenging question. Um, what would you say you're most proud of? Oh my gosh. Um, I think that it has been such a challenging year, um, such a challenging uh, six to 12 months. And I would have to say one of the things I'm most proud of recently is uh, the team's ability to adapt and evolve in a time of you know, COVID and social injustice and moving to working from home and you know, managing uh, childcare and then managing teaching your children at home, um, you know, for folks on my team that are caregivers, uh, managing caring for a loved one on top of your job. Um, the times as a company and, and then the ad team that I help manage, uh, we've been through so much this year, just like so many organizations in our industry and, and really in our world. Um, but our ability to adapt to a virtual way of working, um, to be successful under a lot of pressure, um, industry pressure, you know, world pressure, political pressure, um, I've just been blown away by that. Um, and I think it speaks to 
the quality of our journalism, uh, the quality of, of the client relationships that we have, uh, the incredible work of our ad innovation team and, and our T-Brand studios, and um, really the, the, the level of talent that we have in our organization to uh, keep going um, really against all odds. Um, so I think, you know, most proud of the transition we've been able to make and um, just blown away by the success we've been able to, to create um, and thrive in spite of, of a lot of challenges. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, that, that you know, that, that resilience uh, in, you know, working in such extraordinary times, um, you know, it doesn't come naturally. It sounds like you've got, you know, such a good team there that, that can really, you know, adapt and, and be resilient to those to those challenges uh, in a way that I'm sure many organizations are probably probably quite envious of. Totally, totally. I mean, there's just an incredible level of talent at our organization. You know, I say to people I work with, the smartest people in the room, um, some of the brightest minds, but also really committed to the mission of the journalism and, and what the Times is doing in the world. Um, and so, you know, I'm not surprised looking back that we were able to do what we were able to do. But, you know, when I, if I would have sat with you six months ago and forecast how our year was going to go, you know, this wasn't even, this wasn't even the story, you know, this wasn't even in the book. So um, it's, it's, it's been a lot and I'm really proud of what we've been able to do. Fantastic. Okay. So, so building on that then a little bit, um, what do you think, what are you focusing on, on today um, to continue that success and build on what you've learned about your team and keep things moving, moving onwards and upwards at, at New York Times? Yeah, I think one of the things that like I've learned personally over the years is, is always to look inward and say, you know, what am I doing to grow myself? What am I reading? What am I studying? How am I learning more every day um, or every week or every month, you know, whatever your capacity is? Um, through that line of questioning personally, it took me um, to wanting to go back to school. Um, I, I selected a six-month leadership program at Harvard Business School, uh, which really helped me understand other parts of the business and actually led me into the sales operations role. Um, but I think born out of that is also um, a lot of the sales training work that my team has launched to um, just help our team continue to grow and deepen what we're doing um, every single day and, and not stay stagnant. Um, and it also is, is just frankly to keep up. I mean, we're launching new products and um, new ways of working with clients. Um, really almost, it feels like a constant stream of, of um, innovation. And so, you know, making sure that you're paying attention to industry trends, that, that you're, um, you know, showing up and being present in, in the trainings and um, the work from the experts that we bring in. Um, I think that's really, really a, a critical part. Um, a second thing I think is important is um, always having mentors in the organization um, that empower your own learning and empower the way that you think about uh, your job and how you fit in um, and how you should grow. Um, I have like, I'll call it a board of directors, if you will, you know, a, a team of people that 
I rely on, um, who, who give me really candid, you know, like radical candor in, in terms of feedback. And, and um, I think that is important for everyone who's thinking about growth and, you know, trying to figure out um, their place and next steps and, and all of that. Yeah, for sure. You know, that's really interesting on, on the first point that, you know, even though everyone's, you know, having a, a difficult time of adjusting to, to how we've been working and, and all of the economic factors at the minute, um, but that you're investing in the team and, and developing them is going to set everyone up for, for more success in the future, right? So that's, that's a really, really good message. So, yeah. And so, it keeps changing, you know, like, for example, today we have a training on how to lead a virtual room. You know, that's something we've been doing. <laughs> Eight months ago, exactly. And so I think you know we have to adapt in real time as the conditions by which we do business continue to change. Um, So, so yeah. You know, uh, after this, if you want to share any advice on how you deal with uh, a a wall of silent blank faces on a Zoom, (laughs) very very valuable for everyone on the on the podcast. I think think positive, like nodding. Or thumbs up or clapping. Those are my new like favorite moves. Just positive reinforcement because we're all going through it. You know, we're all in it together. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, good stuff. All right. Um, our last question. Um, so, uh, you know, and all the things you've been talking about uh, and, and going forward, uh, do you have a, a sort of a guiding light or philosophy when it comes to, to making things possible? Um, I do. I think I have, I have a couple, maybe too many. Um, one that has always stuck with me is I think that gratitude in business is so underrated. Um, and I think it's something that's always carried me into all of my roles at the times and, and, and before that in my career, you know, the idea of being grateful um, to have this opportunity to be in this room, to be aware of um, all of the work you had to do to get to that point, um, and and taking a moment to be thankful for that, um, and being aware of how lucky we are to to work in this industry. Um, for me, I always feel lucky to work in New York. It was a dream of mine, um, you know, a, a long time ago. And so I think gratitude is is really important. Um, a second thing is I think being fearless and courageous and being willing to take risks is something that, um, you know, has always carried me. I, I know that things are not guaranteed and knowing that has propelled me to be more comfortable taking risks and taking chances. Um, and it's actually led me to almost every job that I've gotten um, by, by being willing to ask tough questions and um, you know, by being comfortable with, with a certain amount of risk. Um, so I think those two combined are, are really, um, two that have, have really shepherded me through my career so far. Wonderful. Okay, excellent. Well, can't believe it, Maggie, but that's, that's just a time already. Uh, oh my gosh, we're already up. I'm sure there's a lot more we could continue at, but uh, in the interest of keeping these, uh, these make possible sessions bite-sized, unfortunately, we're going to have to leave it there. But um, thank you very, very much for joining us from a very, very sunny North Carolina. And um, we'll be back next week with another guest to talk about how they're championing change. Um, But to Maggie Mullimar from the New York Times, thank you very much indeed. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye. Bye.